0: Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. We're going to be talking about all things business growth, brain rewiring, and climbing from a holistic point of view. You can learn more about me and follow me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You'll also find freebies for building your business, brain rewiring, and training for climbing. I am so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you are having an amazing day today. I definitely have been waiting to be inspired to record this podcast. I have so many things that I've been wanting to talk about lately, so I really wanted to get clear on the things that I wanted to bring to this today and this week. I just think that the energetics, the intentions behind everything that I do is super important, and I'm really excited to talk about today's topic. I want to talk a lot about manifest manifesting and kind of like the things in my life that are really coming into fruition, like coming to be a reality that like just a couple of months ago or even a year ago seemed really Really crazy. So sharing my story with manifestation, how you can actually start get started manifesting as well. Um, For me, it's not something that I necessarily quote believed in at first, but uh, yeah, I'm a total convert now, and I like truly believe that anything that I want to bring into my life, I literally have the power to do it. So for me, this is something like I don't know if you watch Harry Potter. I definitely just went through the entire marathon again. um, I actually started at. Four and went through eight, but that's just because I absolutely love number four. And it just this just kind of feels like manifesting to me feels like getting my letter to Hogwarts. Like realizing, like holy fuck, like I am magic. Like I have all of this power inside of me. It's like actually really mind blowing. It's kind of like intimidating and scary. Those aren't necessarily the words that I want to use, but it's like it's. There's so much power. You hold so much power. And once you start to realize that and you actually start to harness it, it is like life changing. It is absolutely one of these things where you're like holy shit, I feel like I literally just discovered one of the keys to life, like how to actually live and have a life that you really love, that you're happy with and feel like you have some, we'll say semblance of control. Um for me I think control is a little bit of an illusion. Um I like to think that there's a lot of surrendering that we do to the universe as well, but the universe also wants us to be super fucking happy. The universe wants us to have what we want to have. Have, no matter what that is. But a lot of the times, like we are just in our own way for those things, and it makes it that much harder to bring things in. We are constantly manifesting, we're constantly calling and bringing things in. But that doesn't always mean that we're bringing quote good things in, and I put good in quotes because, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I've talked about this concept of duality. Duality is you know good versus bad, um, right versus evil, like whatever it is. Like it's all of these things that like puts two different ways of thinking on both ends of the spectrum. So it's kind of like this versus that, and for me, manifesting really feels like the and. It's like why can't you have all of those things? and more? Why does it have to just be one way or another? So for me, I typically tend to put the, the, the words like good and bad in quotations because I think the things that happen to us when we label them that way, like if we label something as bad happening, we lose a lot of the opportunity that we had to see the beauty in it, to see the lessons, the connections, or what it was meant to teach us. So for me, I kind of like to leave it a little bit more open-ended. But manifesting has just opened up so much in my life. And like, again, it was something that I was really skeptical about. Like we are constantly manifesting, constantly bringing things into our lives, but our own personal frequency and vibration plays into that so much. So if your frequency as an individual is in a lower state, we can actually measure our own frequencies. All of our emotions have a frequency. There are certain emotions that have a lower frequency that we can measure things like shame, guilt, jealousy, judgment, those all carry lower frequencies. Emotions that carry higher frequency that we can actually measure, things like happiness, gratitude, joy, those emotions are super powerful. And when we raise our personal vibration so we're in those states more often, I'm not saying being them all the time because we are a human, we experience the full range of emotions, but we are not our emotions. We just experience them. But if we shift our emotions to where we are actually In those higher vibration emotions more often, we are going to call in everything that we want. We're going to call in better things, more powerful things for ourselves. So just kind of keep that in mind, um, you know, in your day-to-day, like, what am I actually calling in? What am I actually asking for? Am I in some place in my life, am I in scarcity mindset? So let's say, for example, um, this is kind of the example that I always use is am, am I settling in a relationship that like isn't really serving me? I know that like I'm just afraid. I'm I don't know what's gonna happen if I'm not in this relationship. You know, maybe I've been with this person for a while and it's you know it's not serving you, but it also feels really scary to want to move past it. And then on the other side, maybe you're asking for a job or a raise or you want a better job or you want more clients if you're a business owner. So how can you sit there and ask the universe for abundance in this one area of your life if you're not willing to live in abundance in the other areas of your life. So, making sure that we're constantly looking at how we move through the world and the things that we're asking for, are we staying consistent in all areas and aspects of our lives to what we're trying to like ask for and bring in? And again, that example for me was a really big one last year that really shifted and changed my life and I mean, it changed my entire business as well once I started operating out of abundance mindset, rather than the fear and the scarcity, everything changed for me. So we're gonna talk a little bit more about manifesting today because I'm really excited about it. Excited to give you guys some life updates as well. I've got some very exciting things happening in my life lately, and I actually wanted to pull a card. So I wanted to pull an oracle card. I had I felt really called to do this. Um, my cards just kind of like I swear they look at me. I swear they look at me, and they're like, uh, "You haven't used me." In a while. I have so many decks at this point. I think I have almost 10. Um, so my moonology deck was making eyes at me. So I knew I needed to pull a card to read for this podcast episode. And for me, the question that I actually asked it, um, these cards do really well if you ask them specific questions, so you can kind of get some guidance on them. The question that I asked, the intention that I set before I pulled this card is, if somebody was interested in synergy or brain rewiring what do you want them to know? So, that's just me asking the universe, like, what should I tell these people if they're interested in brain rewiring or synergy? So, I'm going to go ahead and read this card, and then we're going to go into some updates. So, the card is, your commitment is being tested. It's the first quarter moon. So, the image on the card is just a quarter moon. There's a starry sky. For me, it elicits a feeling of, change like there's a lot of change around the corner but there's a lot of you know things need to happen first in order to bring that change in so I'm going to go ahead and read the description off of this card it says there could be some challenges coming your way but they're just the universe's way of testing you the first quarter moon calls for you to face any hurdles with confidence what do you actually think is possible if you believe you can do it then you probably can if you spend your life affirming that something is too big for you to surmount it probably is See how it works? Do you believe your dreams will come true or have you secretly already given up? Show some commitment now and that will help you move towards your desired outcome. What you believe to be true is true for you. So believe in yourself. Oh, I love it. This card is so good. For me, this is brain rewiring, like in a nutshell. Like the entire point of brain rewiring is to raise our self-worth so that we actually believe that we are worthy of good things happening for us and to us. Just straight up. Like you get to create your reality. Our brains do not know the difference between reality and perception. So whatever you keep consistently telling yourself that you can or can't do, that will be your reality. Um, I really loved this card. Um, It seemed so fitting for me. I'm really excited that I got a chance to read this to you. And if you are curious about Synergy, I am closing enrollment next week, which sounds really crazy because we are getting started on September 13th. I want about a week beforehand to onboard everybody and make sure that everybody has time to get adjusted and to start digging into the modules. I'm super, super excited. You get instant access to all of the modules, all 12 of them, all of the bonus trainings and teaching and bonus content right away when you sign up. I've got just four spots left. This program is filling up super quick. So if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, which is Thursday, August 26, 2021, Again, there's just four spots left. We are getting started on the thirteenth, and after that we have twelve weeks of brain rewiring. So each and every week we have a new module. We actually start to learn the brain rewiring process week one and we start to implement all of the rounds in week five. So starting month two, you start to go into the rounds, and that's when you actually start the 90 day rewiring process. So for most people, the rewiring process is a minimum of 90 days. It can be up to six months. It can be up to a year, depending on what you're rewiring. So people can use brain rewiring from everything for, you know, helping with chronic illness, to helping improve their self-confidence, to helping to trust themselves more, to raising their self-worth, like I mentioned, to bringing in more abundance, not only money, but in relationships, in every single aspect of their lives, and to honestly just, like, get rid of those shitty negative thought patterns. Like, if you're somebody that talks a lot of shit to yourself and you are not very nice to yourself, I swear to God, brain rewiring will change your entire life. Like, for me, this is something that I really struggled with prior to brain rewiring is I was so mean to myself. Like, I, the words that I said to myself, I would never say to other people, but because I was also so mean to myself, I was highly judgmental of other people and I projected all of my shit onto other people because I just didn't even know how to be nice to myself. And if you don't know how to be nice to yourself, how can you possibly be nice to other people? Like it really does start within us. That is one of my biggest takeaways from brain rewiring is like I am a hell of a lot nicer to myself. I'm way more compassionate and I have so many more tools to use when shit hits the fan. So, while well, this podcast episode, I'm going to be going into a lot of the amazing things that are coming into my life lately. I've also been really struggling in the last couple of months. I've had a lot of things come into my life that have been very difficult to deal with, very traumatic, and you know, I'm not sure I would have handled it the same even a year ago. I have much different tools now. I'm able to really step back and see the situation for what it is. I don't always move through it super gracefully, but I actually have ways to start to deal with these things now that I definitely didn't have access to before. I'm able to use inner child healing. I'm able to to use shadow work. I'm able to like really step back and think like, okay, so here's what's going on here. Let's view this as if I were just watching it on TV. Let's, you know, take my opinion out of it. Let's not be subjective anymore. Let's just take the objective view and really trying to parse out what's happening. Let's not sit in our emotions because we are not our emotions. All the emotions are is that cemented brain pathway to whatever you've experienced before. However we've reacted to things in the past, that's how we're going to react to things in the future unless we rewire those pathways. So for me, I've been able to move through things, I think, a lot more quickly and actually be able to give myself time and space to process and to rest, which, holy shit, is super, super important. Like, for me, before, I would have totally just hustled through the hard times in my life and not given myself a chance to actually process things. Um, I really do think and I believe that busyness is a trauma response. You know, we're trying so hard not to feel our feelings and we're just avoiding and it's just, you know, like saying like, oh yeah, I'll totally deal with that like later or never. But like, here's the thing with that. Like if you try to stuff those emotions down and try to stuff that trauma down, doesn't stay down. It it will, it will come up for you later and it probably won't come up in a way that's beneficial for you. It probably will not come up at a time that's convenient for you. So really being able to deal with it in the moment and giving yourself that grace to actually do so I think is so incredibly important, which is also why in Synergy we go so deep into boundary setting, like how to actually stop being a people pleaser. Like not everybody deserves access to your energy. Not everybody deserves to have you take care of them. Like, this is so important, especially for women, is like, a lot of us care so much about other people, but to our own detriment. We care more about like, oh, is that person happy? than am I happy? And I definitely have been guilty of this in the past as well, even as an Enneagram 8. I have a high sense of self-preservation, but I tend to put other people before me, my clients, my partner, my family, whatever it is. But after going in and really doing a lot of work on my own personal boundary setting, I feel so much more at ease with everything. And for me, with human design, I'm a projector. If you haven't gotten your chart yet, would highly recommend getting your free human design chart. You can just Google that, put in your birth date, time, and location. You'll get your chart and you can kind of like, if you don't know what I'm talking about already, I also have a podcast episode with Sandy that kind of describes all of this that I'll link in the show notes. But knowing that I'm a projector and when I feel either taken advantage of or my boundaries are crossed or whatever it is, that I actually start to feel really, bitter. And anytime that I feel bitter in my life, I need to go back and re-examine, like, where have I, and that's the key word there, I let my boundaries be crossed. It's not somebody else because boundaries are not about other people. Boundaries are about us. And that's why it's so important. So we go into that in huge amounts of depth. And I can tell you that this was one of the most common topics that came up in the first round of Synergy. Every single week, women came in with, okay, here's my situation. How do I set a boundary with my mother? How do I set a boundary with my sister? How do I set a boundary with my partner? How do I set a boundary with myself? Like, this is so common. And being able to not only have a sounding board of very supportive women that absolutely understand where you're at, like, being able to get ideas from other people on how to word things and to actually get the courage to set the boundary is a very magical thing. It's one, it's like one thing to know that you need to set the boundary. It's another thing entirely to to actually go and do it and to have that support behind you can really help you make some big changes in your life, which is another reason that I love group programs so much. There are so many people cheering for you, cheering for your success, wanting you to succeed just as bad as they want to succeed. It really is for me like one of the best ways to heal the comparison trap. If you're somebody that feels like you compare yourself to a lot of other women, I would highly suggest at some point joining a program that's just for women. You're going to start to, like, you're probably going to get pretty triggered in the program, you know, but the whole point of it is to actually learn how to be on another woman's team. I've been really thinking about this a lot, and in the future, I definitely want to record a podcast episode about this. But as women, you know, we've really been taught that, like, there's just one seat at the table for us. You know, if somebody else gets that seat, that means that there's less for us. So I think just naturally, that's going to pit us against each other, when in reality, like, we are all so similar. We have such similar experiences. We have such similar stories that we can share with other people and can actually make us feel way more connected connected that we are totally missing out on. it really is like that that divide like that divisive energy when we get divided, we stay oppressed. So it's like if we can actually start to come together, and support each other, there's so much beauty and so much magic in that. I am just like highly supportive of any spaces that really center women and allow them to fully express themselves, to be vulnerable, to practice expressing their emotions and their feelings, and actually feeling like they're they're heard, they're seen, they're loved, they're believed. It's so important to me to have them be able to share their stories. Okay, so again, if you are interested in brain rewiring, this is kind of your last call. Cool. Oh. It's it's closing soon. If you haven't listened to the interviews that I did with some of the Synergy graduates, I also have interviews coming out next week with two more graduates as well. I would highly recommend going and listening to their stories. Jocelyn, Neve, Annie, Meredith. There's so many stories that I want to share with you guys so you can really see the entire spectrum of what brain rewiring can do for you. I have my personal experience, but I think it's super powerful to hear other people, what they were able to do with brain rewiring, the way that they were able to make it their own, the the struggles that they went through with the rewiring process as well, and just being really open and honest about it. So I will link everything for that in the show notes, the application, the information page. If you want to take a quiz to see if brain rewiring is right for you, I will also link that as well. It's a very short quiz. It doesn't take very much time, and you'll get a very accurate sense of what we're actually doing in the program um, through those questions. Things like how satisfied with your work life are you? Your relationships? How satisfied do you feel with your life's purpose? These questions, this is what we answer. These. This is what we get you answers for inside the program because I've been looking at the answers to the quiz, and honestly, it's heartbreaking. Like, if you score a 4 out of 10 on how satisfied are you with your life purpose and in your relationships and in your work life, like, my heart breaks for you because you do not need to settle. You do not need to stay in that place. There is so, so much more out there for you. You were meant for so much more. You deserve to be fucking happy. You deserve to have all of it. And, like, This podcast today is literally all about showing you that like you have it inside of you to make it happen. Like we all have these tools already, whether like maybe we forgot how to use them, like we need to awaken the tools, we need to like remember whatever it is, but like you have all the answers inside of you already. Like sometimes you just need a little bit of help remembering your power. Okay, so again, I'll link everything in the show notes and if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. My email address is chelsea at ladybetacoaching.com and you can send me a DM on Instagram as well at ladybeta.coaching. Okay, so let's dive into today's podcast episode topic. Um, I think what I really wanted to title this is how to become a manifesting goddess, because honestly, I think that's kind of like what it is that really resonated with me. And every time that I go in to do the brain rewiring rounds, I come out feeling like a goddess. I really connect and resonate with that more and more. And that might sound like a little weird and a little woo, but like, honestly, I don't care. I have absolutely loved, love, love, loved Greek mythology for my entire life. Um, I think Hercules was my f- one of my favorite movies as a kid, and I also took a mythology class in college and remember absolutely loving it. I have always loved stories and tales like that, and they resonate really deeply to me. So, I think that's what we're going to call this podcast episode is how to become a manifesting goddess. Okay, so I want to let you know a few of the really good things that have come into my life recently. So the first one is manifested a van, which is really exciting. It's a Toyota Sienna. So this is actually something that my boyfriend has really been wanting as well. He's been wanting a van like this for quite a few years now, like this literal exact model and make of the van. Like, I don't want that detail to, (laughs) to go unsaid. I think that's really important. And the way that this actually came in is my grandpa had this van for many, many years. And, you know, I'd kind of, like always mentioned to him, like, oh, yeah, I would totally buy your van. Like, I would buy your van, you know, being a climber. um, Vans like that, you can do a build in them, and they're just like really great to be able to haul crash pads, you know, big bags. We've got two dogs. Like, this has just always been a thing that I've been interested in. And a couple months ago, my grandpa actually ended up passing away. And, you know, I was still pretty interested in the van, but obviously wasn't going to push anything, really wasn't going to mention it. But, actually my parents ended up bringing it up and seeing if you know I was still interested in it still wanted it and my boyfriend and I were very happy to you know pay for the van and everything and they were like you know what we're just gonna give it to you like we're gonna just give you the van and for me this was like such a crazy like I was like oh my god this is one of those moments where you're like holy shit the thing I actually wanted like is coming true. Like, I actually called this in. Did it come in in the way that I thought it would? Absolutely not, you know? but for me with this like being able to kind of like see my role and the role that I played in this the role that my boyfriend played in this it's really powerful and it's really like one of those moments where you just sit back and you're like wow okay this this thing is happening and you know this van it's it's in really great shape it's only had one owner my grandpa has been the only owner so I'm pretty confident that's going to be a great car for many many years to come and along with this van this is kind of like the other really cool thing that's happening is we're going to go fly out to get it um, in about a week and a half. And we're actually going to do a week-long road trip, climbing road trip on the way back. We're going to hit a couple places in Minnesota, in South Dakota, in Wyoming, possibly Montana on the way back. And for me, like, it's so, so cool to actually have the time and the space in my career now. This is what I've always wanted. And I don't sit here to brag. I don't sit here to, you know, say like, oh, look at me. Look at all these things that I've done. This is something in in my career that I've been working for for two years is to actually have the time, the space, the freedom to go rock climbing and like, holy shit, it's happening. It's unfolding and I don't have to plan for it for months. I can literally, I can move some things around and all of a sudden I have an open week in my schedule. It's fucking insane and I am so excited for it. So, being able to go on this road trip, that's another really cool thing that's happening. I'm seriously so thankful that I have the like, chance to go do this, the chance and the opportunity. And I think it's going to be such a fun trip. Going to go to some new climbing places, um, potentially going to Willow Creek in Minnesota, going to Spearfish in South Dakota. Want to go over to Wild Iris as well. So three brand new places that I've never been. So things seem really exciting right now. And the last really amazing thing that has happened is my parents actually moved back to the area. So they were living out in Minnesota and then Michigan for a while. And for me, like, I absolutely love spending time with my family. If I had it my way, everybody in my family would live pretty fairly close to each other. I have three younger siblings and, you know, it's just something just feels a little bit we'll say off to me when we all live really far apart. One of my sisters lives in southern Idaho, another one lives in Minnesota right now, and then my brother lives over in Vietnam. So, we're all pretty spread out right now, but my parents moving back to the area, they actually moved back to north Idaho, which is really close to where I'm at in eastern Washington. For me, it just feels like things are shifting and things are changing, and I definitely call this manifesting. Like, it happened so Fast. It happened so incredibly fast. It was crazy. They were able to sell their house super, super quickly. They were able to get another place over here really quickly. And it was just all the right timing. And, you know, this is something that I've been wishing that they would move back for for quite a few years now. And then it was like, I kind of like started this conversation about like, okay, when are you coming back? And I actually moved back to the area from Salt Lake at the beginning of this year back in March, moved to Leavenworth and then have since transitioned back to Spokane can. So I really think that that had a huge role to play with it as well as the energy and the intentions and the all of it behind the decision making. So for me I'm really excited lots of cool things happening for me and um, like with this process, really sitting back and thinking, okay, so how did I get to this place where I feel like I can literally call in anything that I want in my life? And it has a lot to do with shifting my own personal frequency. So getting more in touch with me, who I am as a person, who I want to be, and all of the emotions that I feel throughout the day. And really working super hard to shift those emotions from being those lower frequencies, the things that we've talked about, the guilt, the shame, the fear, to the higher frequency emotions and vibrations. So how can I shift more into gratitude? How can I shift more into love? How can I be and embody those things one of the biggest things for me has been journaling it's huge like it's so simple but it's life-changing like once you're actually able to express yourself and to feel like you have a space to put your feelings out there to be like essentially worthy of being heard I mean you don't have to share your journal with anybody but for me it's like I deserve to put my thoughts and feelings out there like I absolutely deserve it that helps me with my own feelings of self-worth I love I love journaling. Like, it's absolutely changed my life. And another thing along with that is the oracle cards. Like, that's why I felt so called, I think, to read one before we started this podcast is because I take so much from all of the cards, all of the polls that I do. I find so much meaning in the messages, and it really makes me think so much deeper. It definitely challenges me a lot of the times to think of what I'm grateful for in my life and to really think about, okay, what am I tolerating that maybe I don't need to tolerate anymore? Where do I need to set boundaries? Where do I need to protect my energy more? How can I move through this situation with more grace? How can I be more compassionate on myself? How can I give myself that little kick in the butt to actually do the thing that i'm afraid of how can i move through fear confidently loving the oracle cards lately i think those have definitely helped me shift my own personal frequency and vibration And really taking a look at my environment around me as well. So I am definitely a person that is super affected by my environment. So everything with like just how it looks to how much sunshine there is to how I'm spending my days. So if I'm spending my days just like totally inside working all the time, that can work for a little bit for me, but like it's not something that's going to feel or be sustainable for me at all. So when I go to like really look big picture, like, what do I want my life to look at? I think of all of these things. Like, do I want to be working 24-7? Definitely not. Um, especially not as a projector. I was not designed for that. Um, I <laughs> sometimes I wish I was, but honestly, like, being, figuring out that I was a projector in human design was one of my greatest challenges and blessings at the same time. It's, like, one of my biggest um, hurdles, but yet, like, this awesome opportunity. Like, how can I, as somebody who needs a lot of rest and a lot of time off from working, build a massively successful business well we're not working that much. So it's been a really fun experiment, but really like challenging myself to set up my days in a way that like really works for me and allowing myself that permission to only work a couple of hours a day and I don't need to just grind it out. And actually me grinding it out is not only going to get me burnt out, but it's actually going to bring me farther away from my goal. So I have legitimately found that the less I work, the more I make. I know it sounds fucking crazy because we've been conditioned that you know the more you work the more you make with all of these jobs the nine to five you know getting paid hourly whatever it is but I truly find that the more that I'm in my own energy and frequency and the more that I'm doing things that make me super happy uh like rock climbing (laughs) the more that I do those things the more money I make the more people I attract to me the more magnetic I become it's fucking amazing like if I could tell you one thing about it is like, honestly, find the things that make you happy. Maybe it's meal prep. Maybe just like having that sense of knowing that you're like prepared for the week ahead makes you so happy. Maybe it is taking your dog on a walk outside in the sunshine. Maybe it is grounding, feeling your toes in the grass. Maybe it's spending time in water. Maybe it is outside climbing. For me, I kind of had this big revelation yesterday that I was like, so like, my relationship with climbing, it ebbs and flows. Sometimes I'm so excited and it's all I want to do and then other times it feels really hard and everything that I get on, I'm like, oh my god, like, this is never happening. And I start to shift into that, like, why am I even doing this? But then I catch myself because with climbing, what I'm doing is I'm taking time for myself. I'm prioritizing myself. I am saying I'm worth it. I am deserving to take up this space. And yesterday, like, coming to that realization, like, shifted kind of my entire mindset around And I actually went out today and had so much fun. I didn't really even climb that much. And I certainly didn't get on anything very hard. But it was that reminder of like, actually, I deserve to do this. Like, I deserve to receive the joy and the abundance that this sport brings me. Okay, so hopefully that was really helpful for you in learning how to become a manifesting goddess. It, like the, the true secret is you have to raise your own personal frequency and vibration. So if you have people in your life that are trying to bring your vibration down that's a challenge to you to, like, how can you set boundaries with these people? And if you need help with this or you're interested in joining Synergy or the brain rewiring process, again, that info is in the show notes. I will tell you all about it. If you want to book a call with me, more than happy to hop on a call with you. I'll also link that in the show notes, a link to my booking calendar. We can hop on a quick 15-minute call. You can ask Any questions that you have about the rewiring process, it's super, super, super important to me that we make sure it's a good match on both sides. I want people that are ready to do the work, they're excited to hop in, they're, you know, willing to go to the depths that it takes to actually get the transformations. I want it to be a good fit on both sides because that's how we're going to get the biggest results people that are committed, the women that have joined already are fucking incredible. I am so excited to see what they can bring into their lives. So excited to see the changes that they're going to be making over the next three months. It is seriously, like, I cannot wait to get started. So hopefully this was helpful for you. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. You can either leave a rating or a review on iTunes or you can tag me in your Instagram stories. I love being able to repost these. It brings me so much joy knowing that people are listening to the podcast and enjoying it. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next episode.